0: Good evening, this is Dr. Emil Nitrate of the William Shatner Institute of Extraterrestrial Investigation and Aromatherapy. Our research indicates that listening to the idiot's perspective is the number one reason why aliens put things in your ass. You can trust me, I'm a scientist you know.
1: And welcome to this edition of The Idiot's Perspective. I'm Joe Rice. I'm here with Matt Noto. And Matt, you've got really big news today. Yes. Tell me all Show. about it. Joe,
0: I'm so fucking excited. This is, the, this is the greatest thing that ever happened to me, really. It's, it's fucking awesome. I got my 23 and, and Me report back this weekend. And nice. guess what it said? What? What? I am 2%. Black
1: African. Hey, all right. Yeah,
0: so you can't call me Matthew anymore or Matt because that's my oh, slave name. Really? Yes, yeah, so I'm Ooh. embracing my African identity. Uh-huh. Uh, you, can, you can now call me by my African name, which is uh, Kuzangumza Kitako. <laughs> that is uh, Swahili for talks out of his ass. <laughs> and Taco? Yeah, uh, and uh, while I'm at it, uh, I might as well go whole hog. I now identify as a black unicorn Nice. Okay, and uh, I pee lemonade, shit skittles, fought rainbows, cry grum drops, <laughs> puke cotton candy, and my personal pronouns are huh, and what the fuck? <laughs> Solidarity, know. brother. Yeah, you can't impress me no more. Where's my reparations? Stick it to
1: the man.
0: Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a, a bit of news I didn't expect this morning. Well, you know, let's... Hey, you know, being Sicilian had to be good for something.
1: I guess so. I guess so. So today we're going to be discussing some of the uh, latest uh, articles from the news that caught our attention.
0: Matt, anything interesting uh, come across your desk? Uh, yeah, Hillary Clinton came out from under her rock. Ooh. Right? So did, she, she, did she see a shadow? <laughs> <laughs> that woman doesn't cast a shadow. Yeah, she does look right. like a vampire. She's she just, doesn't cast yeah. a reflection either. <laughs> Right? So I guess now that they found that guy in a tree last week hanging with a gunshot wound to his chest, it's safe for her to come out. Is that number 58? I don't know. I lost count. 56 or 58. No, there's 58 genders.
1: No. Sorry. Confusing Confusing my subject. But I
0: think there's only 56 victims of Arkansas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's number 56. Nice. So she gives this article to the Financial Times of London, which... um, by the way, he is suitable for wrapping fish, training puppies, aligning a fucking bird cage. Cause it's not even real paper anymore. Uh, she comes out and she says, first of all, that she's not running. Okay. In twenty twenty four, that's good news. Which is bullshit because she's oh, been yeah? in. The, she's been in the news for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that coincides with all the stories coming out that says that the Democratic Party doesn't want Joe Biden to run. Oh, so okay. I'm confused now. Well, no, it's not. Very confusing at all. Uh She smells the the corpse of uh, Joe Biden like a good vulture would. Yes. Okay. And she's circling overhead. Mm. She's circling overhead. She's waiting to see what happens. I I guarantee you this much. If Trump runs. She'll be in? She won't. Oh, really? Well, because he kicked her ass the first time.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think they've. uh, She'll
0: take her chances with anybody
1: but Trump. I think they've done enough where they don't have to worry about who's on the other side now.
0: Especially after the last election. uh, well, That's possible, but you know, you got to have somebody in there who has... Um, see, the, one of the drawbacks to Trump was he had no experience in government. He had never yeah. won one before. Yeah. Now, on the Republican side, De- DeSantis is obviously, right now, everybody's front runner. Yeah. Is he
1: running though? He hasn't,
0: he hasn't mentioned I don't believe he has, but yeah. if I were him, I'd definitely look into it. Right, and then you have, uh, and and he's had the experience of actually running a government. He's run a yeah. state, yep, and and so far has done it pretty well. And you got to figure Cruz and Rubio are going to get in because now all of a sudden you have all these Hispanics abandoning the Democrats for the GOP. So mm. they might as well, you know, because both of them are more Hispanic than Beto O'Rourke. So yeah, you figure yeah. they're going to have to get in there. But sh- I think Hillary would take her chances with any other Republican except Trump. Really, you think okay, so? because. Trump absolutely crushes her. Mm. You remember the debates? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. This is you're talking about. Let me put it to you this way: He embarrassed her, and she's a person who doesn't have any shame to begin with.
1: <laughs> it's pretty hard to do. Okay, right? so
0: that's pretty hard to do. I don't. Yeah. I don't think she'll run against Trump if Trump ran again. Personally, I don't think Trump should run again. We have enough eighty-year-olds running around Washington.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I look at. it. More or less uh, I think DeSantis will wait this one out, see mm-hmm. what Trump does. Yeah. I think. Um now don't quote me on that, but that's the the feeling I get when I evaluate the landscape. Well, listen, for if, the I'm, GOP. if I'm
0: Trump right now, I don't want to be the king because look what they did to the king. Yeah. When he when he sat on the throne. I'd rather be the king maker. Yeah. Okay. So, so what does that mean
1: for Trump though? That you know well, it means he's not gonna he, run it means for Trump if he years, doesn't
0: if he doesn't run then just he's about done. No. Oh, he's still the look, lead of the party. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, look at what's happened recently. We're like 90 out of the 102 Republicans he's endorsed or whatever it is. They've I don't won. even know what yeah. the number is. Yeah. They've won their, their, their runoffs or yeah. their contests or primaries, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of people who are going to owe him a lot of favors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he can just
1: sit in the background, push the right buttons. Yeah, exactly. Because endorse the right people. Because and, yeah. I think
0: I think he's taken enough bullets. And by the way, yeah. you just... You can't run on I was robbed four years ago. <laughs> you know, it's getting old already. It's getting older than Joe Biden. Just fucking yeah. give it up already.
1: Bro, the guy's holding rallies and is still pulling 40 or 50K. Yeah. Per, so per, he has the,
0: in, He. that's what I'm saying. He has the influence. He could yeah. use it to yeah. for other people in the party. They're going to owe him big time. Yeah. Okay. He'll be like the Elon Musk of the Republican Party. <laughs> Everybody's going to be lining up to to, to you yeah. know. Eat the peanuts well, out of his shed.
1: Well, part of the thing, though, if if you look at it, you know, look at it for what it is. Trump partially is responsible for where we are today. You know, with the inflation, with the jabs and you know, he was the, the farmer's number one salesman at the beginning. You know, if you if you do remember the idiot that took over Biden, you know, oh, we don't, we didn't, we didn't have a plan in place or or a working jab vaccine,
0: <laughs> which was both. You know, well, you know. You- but Fine, you want to give you wanna give him credit for the vaccine that doesn't work?
1: Well, yeah, well, okay. that's why we're in the mess we're in. Partially because the vaccine didn't work. He rushed it through. He started p- giving people checks to stay home. He was part of the problem. He's part of the responsibility. He takes responsibility. He has to for where we are. Yeah, but it's not then, just all on Biden. But
0: but then yeah, while well, it's true, but you also have to look at the position they put him in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can so, I do see I do see that he had to give some leeway, yeah, because they were fighting him on everything,
0: and for he figured them they were trying to kill and knife him in the open. yeah, well, they were trying okay. yeah, but then, and, and you, impeach him in the same time. yeah, but, they're still trying to impeach him yeah <laughs> and they don't have anything you see because that's that's the thing the process is the punishment yeah does he want to go through that all again all over again?: Yeah, and listen, I would vote for DeSantis
1: over him any day. I might even vote for Cruz over. Him. I, I would vote for chicken
0: pox over any fucking Democrat right now. Well, no, I'm just talk, I'm talking about Trump. Well, Trump. I'd, yeah, listen, I would vote for DeSantis over listen, Trump. Orig- originally, Trump wasn't one of my top fifty choices. I'll yeah. tell you the truth. I voted. For I Cruz. laughed
1: the whole way through it, and when he won, I was shocked.
0: Okay, but the thing is, is we, that we live in New York, and yes, by the time yes. by the time you get to primary season here in New York. Um, the nose picking idiots on both you know both sides of the aisle have already picked who the nominee is, yeah and so at that point it's like okay, lesser of two evils yeah <laughs> okay I can have I can have a uh um a boastful circus clown in a fake tan or I can have a criminal in a crusty black pants suit yeah. so. I'll take the clown, thank you. And we we did. We took the, clou- the clown. All right. And the clown and actually did much better than, than I would have expected. Yeah. But you knew from the second he said drain the swamp, they were going to have the knives out for him. And it turns out they had the knives out for him a year before he even ran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sure. that so that tells you how afraid Hillary Clinton was of him. Because well, he's an outsider, and that's... that's it's what not worked. even just the outsider. It's that when you put the two of them together, yeah. okay, you put... Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton on the same stage, uh-huh. okay, uh, and if you subtract the fact that, you know, they're both older than dirt but younger than the sun, <laughs> okay, you have one guy who is able to communicate with people, yeah, and you have this frosty, cold, fucking entitled bitch. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Okay. Who, fi- who feels like, you know... I should be president because, well, I, I know where all the bathrooms in the White House are having to be first lady, yeah. you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. It was like John McCain had the same problem. Uh-huh. John McCain said he should be president because it was his turn. Oh, okay. Okay, so Hillary was saying, it's my turn. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I know? But anyway, she comes out. This isn't how I know she's actually... She's going to run. Okay. Okay? Hi. Unless Trump comes out, I know she's going to run. Mm-hmm. She tells this Financial Times reporter that the activist and minority causes that are being pushed by the left are hurting the Democratic Party.
1: No shit.
0: <laughs> okay, so, yeah, never mind Hillary's statement for the, you know, a penchant for stating the obvious after the fact, okay, but the fact that she's coming out ahead of time and saying, yeah. listen, all this identity politics, all of this shit, stop it. We can't win if you keep pushing it. Yeah. I can't win yeah. if you keep pushing it. Because she's already got a very tall mountain to climb being who she is and what the fuck she is. Yeah. So, and she says to the... Now this is... I found this rich. Here's a quote from Hillary Clinton. We are standing on the precipice of losing our democracy. Ooh. And everything that everybody else cares about then goes out the window. Mm -hmm. So, translation, I have to throw you fucking activists under the fucking bus right now. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't win and give you what you want. Yeah. So, there's a signal there. It says, look, I'm going to shit on you, but look, I really don't mean it. It's only what (laughs) I have to say to get elected. Yeah. Look, the most important thing, she says, is to win the next election. Uh Uh-huh. The alternative is so frightening that whatever does not help you win should not be a priority, she said. Nice. Okay. So
1: basically, anytime the Democrats run for any type of office, it's to save our democracy.
0: Well, they have a pretty strange yeah. definition of democracy. Yeah. First of all, we you. don't live in a democracy. Yes, absolutely. We live in a constitutional republic. Yep. We don't even elect leaders by democratic means. That's why we have things like.
1: Uh, We sort of do. That's why you have
0: an electoral college.
1: Well, yeah, but still. When you you cast
0: a vote for a candidate, you are not casting a vote for that candidate, you are casting a vote for for an elector. To vote And, and the turn. elector doesn't necessarily have to vote the way the people in the district did. But they do every they single time. They normally do. Every single time. Except when Hillary lost uh-huh. and they were pulling that shit where they were like pleading with delegates oh, to yeah, the yeah, GOP no, I remember, but they to didn't. change their vote. And they didn't, no. They didn't. Okay, so... So yeah. they voted along the lines of what the public said they wanted. Right, so here, here's the thing. The left always eats its own. Yes, every okay. time. Okay, they, they don't just leave... I grab popcorn and watch. Yeah, they just don't bury their dead. They bury their wounded, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So if you are a far-left activist dipshit who who was wondering just when are they going to throw me under the bus, well, wait no more. Because Hillary (laughs) just fucking telegraphed it two years before the election. Nice. They are going to dump you faster than a crazy girlfriend.
1: Well and, and you know, to a certain extent, rightfully so. I mean, listen, whatever the the Democratic Party's stance on on how to win the next election plays out in their minds, yeah, I'm all for this whole charade going away because this mm. is just
0: just just getting out of hand. But she's not running.
1: Well, whatever. You know. So she said. Listen, this is but Hillary you get, Clinton. Yeah, read between yeah. the lines. Yeah.
0: So now here's she loves uh, she she put this she gave him this quote. I uh, I fucking love it. What is it? Politics should be the art of addition, not subtraction, she told the financial paper. If anybody knows anything about subtraction, Uh there are 56 fucking corpses that can attest to Hillary Clinton's (laughs) talent for subtraction, not to mention four people who died on a rooftop in Benghazi, because, you know, what difference does that make? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then she goes on to say, first of all, I expect Biden to run. He certainly intends to run, she said, of the commander-in-chief, currently suffering humiliatingly low approval numbers in polls and who will be 81 at the next election. It would be very disruptive to challenge that, she said, of running against Biden. Okay, like Hillary Clinton cares about goddamn disruption. Listen, you got to understand something. There was a reason why they put her in the Senate. Uh-huh. all those years ago. Yeah. It's because they didn't want her in the White House. Okay? Yeah, And then when she made the, the, the run again, they said, oh, we got to do something about this because this, this yeah. woman is not going to go oh, away. She ran,
1: she ran against uh, Obama. Right, and she lost that. She lost, and he made her, what, Secretary of State? Se- right, and that yeah. was to
0: keep her out of the country. <laughs> okay, yeah. so if Hillary is busy attending funerals and going to bullshit conferences yeah. all over the world, she's not in the Senate making trouble for Obama. Obama didn't want to get suicided. Obama side. He's <laughs> too busy uh, spying on President Trump. Yeah. But really, uh, yeah. You, you can't believe a word that comes out of this woman's mouth, right? Yeah. She, she speaks out of both sides of her mouth and, and her rectum simultaneously. <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> nice. fucking talent. Nice. And I find it interesting that this far out uh-huh. from a presidential election, Never mind the the midterms, yeah. okay? Because I think they see the writing on the. I know from this, I could tell Hillary sees the writing on the yeah. wall for the midterms, yeah. which is like you know, you people fucked this all up with your yeah. identity nonsense, okay? But this far Oof. out from a presidential campaign, okay? Yeah. She's basically telling them, stay quiet. Yeah, I I don't need to be answering questions about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell she's going to run on. No idea. Okay. No
1: idea. Don't even care. Tell you the truth. No, don't I care. don't.
0: But it would be fun to watch.
1: I mean, I I think they see they they do see the writing on the wall. Um, the uh con uh was it, she's a congress, Mayra. I forgot her last name. Um, she just won in a historically Democrat district. She's Republican. Yeah uh 150 years
0: 150 years ahead had a democrat yeah, yeah yeah well you see that's why i was making the point about cruz and rubio yeah uh, Hispanics are, uh, are abandoning abandoning the democratic party in in droves okay yes. the first reason is it's assimilation yeah okay pedro and piara are no longer foreigners here in America, if they're second, third generation Mexican or whatever it happens to be, they're Americanized. Okay? You know, just like AOC, they're marrying white dudes. Okay? They're assimilating into society and they're building, they're building futures for themselves. They're starting businesses, they're going to college and whatever else and they're starting to become, they have some, they have too much to lose. Yeah. Okay? And the shit that they see the Democrats. That's going on, especially yeah. especially the, the quote-unquote family values yeah. issues. Because, oh, yeah. you know, we're talking about, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but these are generally people, it's a, it's a macho culture, it's a religious culture, yeah. and they don't like this kind of stuff. And I'm sure in the places where they live, you know, in Texas, Arizona, along the border areas, California especially, yeah. okay, <clears throat> they're seeing what this unchecked immigration is doing. Yeah. To them. Because, you know, they can put themselves in the shoes of these new immigrants coming in. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it wasn't that long ago their families were, okay. But now they're like, I'm making it. Yeah. I, I got too much to lose, and you people are stealing from me. Yeah. Uh, now, listen, just,
1: just from the fact of uh, if you're an illegal immigrant, okay? I happen to know one. Uh, he's got a really good job. Does well, supports his family, does the right thing. He is illegal. Not making judgment calls on that. He, he did it for a better life for him and his family. And I believe quite a large percentage of that population that comes over the border illegally do it for a better life. Absolutely agree with that 100%. Some don't, but here's the thing, even though a large portion do come over to make a better life. All of a sudden, you come here, you're you're establishing yourself, you're illegal, and places like New York and uh, uh, California, there's a lot of states that will help you out. Financially, food stamps and all that, and they some provide you with driver's license, no questions asked. And all of a sudden, you're establishing yourself, even though you're illegal, you're still establishing yourself, the state recognizes you as an illegal, but they're allowing you to... Have a productive life. Well, all of a sudden, now there's 25 guys behind you that want to undercut you at the job you're working at because they'll do it for cheaper because they just got here and need something. Right. And as the more of these people get established here, because, you know, listen, I'm not a heartless bastard.
0: But I am.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So people have a right. Not really. Have a right to seek a better life. Yeah. No doubt about that. I think it underscores the, the... a large portion that did it legally, and it just make you know, to some extent invalidates what they've done and the hard work they put into being here and coming here illegally, you know, legally. So, but all of a sudden, there's like 30, 40 guys that are willing to undercut you at the job you're at, all illegal. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're starting to worry how you're going to manage to make ends meet to feed your family and the whole nine yards because the borders are just wide open and everybody's coming. They're they catching Chinese fucking.
0: Uh, citizens at the border. They're catching. They're catching Indians taking mm. Ubers across the northern border. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In Canada, a, right? Yeah, they yeah, sneak into Canada and then take a Uber ride over here. Yeah,
1: they busted him for human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like we're not handing out H
0: one B visas. This is the thirty fifth like ride this week. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Uh, mm. but, yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, Democrats. You know, they're, they're losing the ground with the Hispanics, definitely. Oh. Um. There's, there's no doubt about it that there's going to be a shift coming, especially the, the, the early signs that we're seeing. People are just fed up with, you know, take a knee and, uh, you know, just, you know, conform or, you know, you're an outcast. And people getting sick of it. Yeah. You know, it's it's going on
0: in all it, aspects of life. It's for for all the talk, mm-hmm. but these for all the hot air that these people generate, and they just, they never accomplish anything. Right? So like to, to stay on the same subject sort of uh-huh. but to switch to target. Yeah. Okay? Mayor Adams here in New York Oh God. Yesterday uh-huh. gave a speech in which he was saying that, we, that New York has to do something mm-hmm. about all the people who have been displaced particularly the people of color who have been displaced from because of the Housing problem. Oh, the
1: housing problem.
0: Now, what struck me as funny about that is that the reason why we have a housing problem in New York City is because of the sort of people that voted for Mayor Adams. (laughs) Okay. No. Yeah. These are people who gentrify ghettos. Yeah. Okay. Let, Let me put it to you this way. If you live in New York City and you see a Trader Joe's or a Starbucks or a Baby Gap going up in your neighborhood... Okay, sell right away because you're going to get at the top of the market because what that means is there is a whole mess uh-huh. of upper-middle-class white people who are going to come in and start renovating tenements. Yeah. Okay, and when that happens, uh, all of a sudden the property values go up, the rents go up, okay, and all the people who used to live in the low-income housing now get displaced because they can't afford to live there because yep. their landlords are either going to sell or they're going to raise the rents. All right, and then what happens is that uh, these uh, upper middle class uh, fucktards—by the way, who are usually not New Yorkers—they're imports, usually from from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Okay, places you know with uh, the, like Minnesota and Wisconsin and stuff, and they have—they think living in New York City is like what you see on uh, Sex and the City or Law and Order. <laughs> okay, so they, they're they're living their television fantasy. Yeah. Well, you know, making pretty good scratch because you can't make that kind of money uh, working in a in a non-profit organization in uh, West Woody Buttfuck, Minnesota. So you're going to come to New York to do that. Yeah. All right? And then what happens is they've gentrified the ghettos, mm-hmm. okay? They've whitewashed the schools because these people start complaining about their children having to, you know... Uh, learn to a lower standard than everybody yeah. else, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Right. And the next thing you know, all the people who used to live in that now-gentrified ghetto are homeless. They got yeah. no place to go. And then these assholes who made them homeless take to the streets yep. and start protesting for affordable housing. But not in their neighborhood, because they just yeah. got a $2 million condo. Yeah. Okay? And they don't your want your neighborhood. Yeah, they don't want the riffraff in their neighborhood. Yeah. They just went through all the trouble of pushing them out. Yeah. OK, yeah. but, you know, it happened. Uh, I think it was the last year. Uh, it was uh, almost a near riot in uh, Bay Ridge or Dyke Heights in okay. Brooklyn. OK, yeah. now, for those of you who don't know, Dica Heights, Bay Ridge, these are uh, probably the last tr- strongholds, the last ethnic neighborhoods in, in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Mostly Italian, mostly Irish working class. Yeah. OK, and so and uh, recently there's been a lot of Middle Easterners that are filling in around the mm-hmm. the periphery. So it was last year. Uh, there was a, uh, a protest where these um, fucking rich assholes go into Diker Heights or, or and and start protesting that people there should give up their houses Woo. to people of color. Yeah. Okay. Is some right sort of, away. yeah because equity now. <laughs> now these are like I said. These are almost the last ethnic enclaves left in New York. Yeah. Or at least in Brooklyn. Okay, and the home values there are pretty high mm hmm yeah, okay, so like my grandparents, when they bought their house we 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 lived in kensington the Kensington section of Brooklyn in nineteen fifty six they paid eight thousand dollars for their house, yeah. yeah, okay, uh recently, I just saw it on a real estate uh site it's on the market again for one point three million dollars <sighs> Wow. Right. So when my grandparents died and they sold the house, I think they got three hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah. But if they kept it in the family twenty-five years later, it was worth one point three million wow. bucks. Yep. So here's the thing. They're the people, you know, so the for the mayor to get up mm-hmm. and say, We have to do something about the housing problem. And he's not he's not talking to people like you and me. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's talking to these imports who came here and essentially Ethnically cleansed all the goddamn neighborhoods. Yeah. Okay. But he's not blaming them for it. He's just, yeah. Now it's a communal problem. Oh, okay. We I see. all I have see. to yeah. do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. And it's like Hillary Clinton. All right. She can't come out and say that the problem, the reason why we can't, we're not going to win any elections is because you people play in identity politics. Yeah. Okay. She's going to hint at it, but you know. Yeah. No, say But it's it. the same thing. Yeah. He's never going to come out and blame them. Yeah knows where the problem is just like he knows where the crime problem is yeah you know we have district attorneys running around having their police bodyguards help them move <laughs> from one house to another that yeah. just happened to yeah. the queens da yeah okay now first of all if you were a good district attorney you wouldn't need bodyguards because all the fucking criminals would be in jail yeah yeah okay and, shame you know new, shame new, new york become. city on the fucktard scale now was like 15 yeah
1: Okay, and I, I grew up. I'm old enough to remember the crazy '70s and early '80s.
0: Yeah, mob and wars, race wars, Son of Sam. I remember the whole
1: thing too. Know? And that's just just a small portion of it. Okay, just so much else that was going on. Oh yeah, you know, and uh, the city was dirty, was grimy, was gritty. To a certain extent, it stayed that way. But uh, Giuliani came in and cleaned a house.
0: House cleaned up. First everything. Republican
1: in ninety years. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. The bump the 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 dumb fuck,
0: um at Koch. No, Koch was a Democrat. No,
1: Koch ran twice as a Democrat and he changed okay. parties and was elected again as a Republican.
0: Wow, I, I did yeah. I did not yeah. know that. He
1: did a party switch which allowed him to be reelected as the mayor of because right, the previous yeah. one was Lindsay,
0: right? That was the last Republican and then you got what? You got A Beam Hugh Carey, Ed Koch, uh, David Dinkins, and then Giuliani. Okay, so there was like a, and it was like what, like a twenty-something year gap between mm-hmm. Republicans, at which time New York went from. Well,
1: the the Republican before that was like, yeah, it was Lindsey. Yeah, which was when? Sixties. You think so? Yeah. I don't know, because I remember looking into it. And no, then, Lindsay, Lindsay besides, uh, was in the 60s. when I when I read when I read up on it, yeah, Koch, and then before Koch, it it really it was like ninety years. It said,
0: well, but before Koch was Hugh Carey, whose um, claim to fame was that he carried less weight than a fucking hole oh, didn't in the we air. We go
1: bankrupt. On the, we went bankrupt. That was Ab-
0: that was Abraham Beam, the guy before oh, him. Okay, it's hard to okay. remember those who guys. Who was so. Yeah, who, who, by the way, if you were an anti-Semite and you thought that, you know, the Jews were really good with money, okay, <laughs> you should have lived in this city when Abraham Beam was the mayor. Oh, my God. Okay, because this, this guy who came, like, uh, within inches of passing laws making it possible for the city tax collectors to go through your shit looking for undigested corn nice. to tax, okay? <laughs> it was that bad.
1: Yeah, so New York City's been through the ringer. Uh, we cleaned it up. We got better. We were doing great. Crime was really down, and then people just started voting for these progressive fucking idiots. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't work.
1: It doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. He spent De Blasio spent more time painting murals in the middle of Fifth Avenue than, than fighting crime or budgeting the you know the you know balancing the budget. It, it was ridiculous. Did nothing for us. His wife embezzled $800 million. Nobody even knows where it went. To. She was paying friends $3 million a year. Probably. No, she was. She was. It's documented.
0: Oh, okay. But nothing. The rest went. of it went on office was, furniture and plants.
1: Yeah, that was uh, the, uh, the mental health and human. I forget what it was called. But it was for mental health issues. And not yeah. one penny went towards helping anybody but themselves.
0: Exactly. Well, that was the whole thing with the uh, handsome carriages in Central Park with de Blasio. Oh, God. Right? So, for those of you who don't know, in in New York City, if you want to go to Central Park, you could take uh, a ride in what's called a handsome cab. It's a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. Okay. Been here forever. Yeah. It's a staple. All right. Well, the stables where they keep those horses (laughs) are on the west side, right across the street from uh, where the passenger ships for the cruise lines load up. Yeah and for a while there people were putting up hotels right across from the the cruise ship line so yeah. people would come into new york city they'd spend a night in a hotel and then they'd get on a cruise the next day yeah okay or they'd come back from the cruise and decide to stay in new york for a couple more days mm-hmm. okay well that stable yeah took up a whole city block it yeah. actually it, yeah it's still there they didn't take it down i don't think mm-hmm. but um well, De Blasio was even more in with the real estate developers than Donald Trump was. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he tried yeah. for years to shut down the hansom cabs. Yeah. Oh, it's animal cruelty, and uh, it's an eyesore, and uh, it's a public health issue because there's horse shit everywhere, and, 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 and blah, horses blah, blah, blah. are dropping dead supposedly. And, yeah. And all okay. That. Yeah. Yeah, but no, what he wanted was to get rid of the stables so they yeah. could put up another well, another hotel. He
1: put them downtown. He put them.
0: Yeah. So they moved them.
1: Yeah. He put
0: So now the horses have to pull a carriage all the way to Midtown, yeah, which is about, the, oh, I don't know, about six, six seven miles? Probably. Right.
1: Yeah, maybe a little less. Yeah. Know, okay.
0: And then walk around Central Park pulling a carriage day. full of people all day. In the summer. In the summer. Yeah. And then go back downtown again.
1: Yeah. Because putting the stables in Central Park would have been some ridiculous notion. Yeah. So, but that, that's- Because it's the largest park in New York with the most space. They have the resources- they have the space already built, but it's too good of an idea. I mean, yeah. just, you know.
0: But that's, you know, that's what progressive ideas do. Like, you know, uh, we have to make way for development because otherwise it's animal cruelty. Okay. We have to let criminals walk free because otherwise that's racism. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we have to spend more money on education to get more failure because the failure is always related to the fact that we don't spend enough money. Okay. And if you look at places like New York, Newark, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Detroit, yep. Chicago. Yep. Newark? Oakland. Did you say Newark? I said Newark. Newark was second <laughs> on my list. Okay. Say it twice cuz it's that bad. Newark. <laughs> Newark, the turd that fell from New York's ass. Okay. <laughs> oh it God. doesn't work. And no. what happens is people wind up getting poorer. They wind up getting... You know, there was another thing uh, I read this week that's uh, related to it, that somebody came up with the, with the idea, which was novel. I got to give them this. this. is a great way of thinking about it. Uh-huh. That What's that? We have all these militarized police, uh-huh. and they don't seem to be doing anything except no-knock raids and killing people in their own living rooms, okay? So, like, he used the example of Uvalde. They had a 37-member SWAT team. Yeah. It was, it was sent to the school, but all they did was stand around outside. Now yeah. it turns out there was nobody actually inside the school. Huh? The cops did not actually go inside oh, the school. Yeah. And then when they finally did get there, you know, initially they didn't go in, but when they actually did get there, yeah. now it turns out they weren't looking for a key at all. Mm. So we've been told we didn't have a key to get in the door yeah, they, and what, they won't ret- uh, hand over the uh, they won't hand over any evidence uh, yeah so now here it is you have this 37 member SWAT team and basically what they're doing is perimeter security they're not doing anything yeah right you have the capitol police okay that were there in riot gear when there wasn't even a riot going on yeah. At the time, they're there in riot gear and they're they're there to intimidate. Yep. Okay, so we have these militarized police forces, and it trickles down even to the rank and file cops who aren't SWAT. Yeah. Okay, so they all have this this swagger about them. I'm I'm painting with a broad brush. Yeah. They have a swagger about them, and they've all been taught the mentality that anybody I come into contact with is going to kill me, and then we wonder (laughs) why we have cops who tend to, to, to get a little bit out of hand when yeah. it comes to dealing yeah. with a with a suspect. Yeah. Now, that's all a result, by the way, of the Democrat progressive policies of 1980s and 90s mm-hmm. that were designed to take care of the crack problem. Yeah. Okay? Because now suddenly it was police are outgunned by the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, we need more resources to take on the dealers and the supply lines and, yeah. and, and distribution networks. And that's how you wind up with... SWAT teams carrying uh, "quote unquote" assault rifles in body armor who arrive in a friggin' tank and and then they just stand around and drink coffee while while 21 kids are getting shot. Yeah, ridiculous. Okay, but that that's all the crime bill 1994. Yeah, oh that's Clinton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you have stop and frisk. Pushed by Biden, by the way, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You have the stop and frisk stuff of the more aggressive policing that started under David Dinkins uh-huh. here in New York, you know, yeah. the Democrat. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take the guns off the street. Mm-hmm. Okay. But in the process of doing so, in the process of doing all this, we're going to trample over everybody's civil liberties. Yeah. So if back in the day, if they suspected you had a gun on you, uh-huh. they didn't have to see one. Yeah. They didn't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. have an eyewitness. They didn't yeah. have that any proof. Police officer thought, I think that guy's got a gun. Well, you're getting stopped and frisked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I can imagine this happening to me three, four, five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> right? <clears throat> no, no, that's not a gun, officer. That's my that's penis. just me.
1: <laughs> that's my penis. <laughs> you know. All
0: right, and I could see why people get fucking aggravated <laughs> and they have a problem with the police because uh,
1: yeah, but but. I'm gonna I'm just gonna interrupt and interject right there because, um, you know, those policies cleaned up the city though. We saw, you know, right? But the, the, the but stopping frisk as, is, is, but in the as process, horrible as it is, infringing on your rights. Ooh, you know, you the, do it in the right Yeah, but you know what?
0: People got into the habit of giving up their rights for security. Yeah. yeah okay, I mean, and I, it, I and then it culminated with the Patriot Act, which, yeah. by the way, you gotta love progressive Democrats. You know. The Patriot Act was the worst attack on civil liberties ever, okay? And the reason why is because it was in the hands of George Bush and Tom Ridge, okay? All their protests should have told you what they were going to do with it once once they got it, Mm -hmm. okay? Because we know what Obama did with it once he got it, okay? This is the guy who who actually ran on rolling back the Patriot Act, but somehow they never got around to it with control of Congress. go figure, and look what they did with it. The NSA is routinely reading everybody's emails. Look what they did to Trump. They hacked his friggin' servers, (laughs) private server. Okay. Bro,
1: you just, you know, there's nothing that they can do that, you know, they're above the law. There's nothing that is off the charts. Above the the law
0: and beneath contempt.
1: Yeah. And it's horrible, but... To a certain extent, it's you know the Patriot Act itself did nothing to counter terrorism, nothing, nothing. The stop and frisk policies deterred crime, though, no. and and the stats prove that. No. we went to we went to, you know, a hundred year lows in crime. Right,
0: but in we the mean, did. but in the meantime, we got anesthetized towards. You know, people's rights yeah, are being where, violated. Where is the give and take? Well, well here's the you thing. Know, it's... Here's the thing. As a white guy. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm now black. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: uh, yeah, you just. I forgot. Sit, uh,
0: sit down and shut up. That's it. I got cognitive dissonance. Okay. <laughs> as a black man. As a proud black man. All 2% of me. <laughs> Woo. By the way, ladies, I can Power tell you. Oh, to the people. Yeah. By the way, ladies, I'll tell you exactly where that 2% is. <laughs> okay. As a proud, newly black man. Yeah. Okay. Um, When I was a white guy, these things didn't occur to me because it was like, hey, never happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't live that life. Never happened to me. Now, I got to start getting down with P. Diddy in a fucking 40 because, you know, that's my culture now. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to learn that, yeah, you know, the man is going to fucking hassle me anytime, every chance he gets. Mm. So... Um
1: yeah so it's it, you know <laughs> let
0: me tell you something that that 2% has given me a totally new perspective on everything. I'm sure it has. Okay. Sure and that. by the way if uh Vanessa Williams or uh Queen Latifah is available um <laughs> I'm here for you babe. There okay. You know. Be my nice. bay.
1: Nice. So yeah, it's it's a it's a slippery slope of course um you know how much do you give up in order to Maintain, you know, civil rest, you know? I mean, because, you know, look where we've gone since we got rid of it again. We're back to all-time highs in homicides. Mm. Violent
0: crime is way up. Rape is is sky high again. Benjamin Franklin, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing, a people who will give up liberty for security will end up with both. Yeah. With neither, I should say. See? Look at that. Um, Now... I'm all flustered. What is the
1: role of the police, though? They're there to police the streets. Quite frankly, I, I agree.
0: Quite frankly, I agree with Professor Glenn Reynolds of Instapundit. Which, by the way, if you don't read Instapundit, you should every day because the mm. guy is great. He says, if you really think about it, the police are not here to protect the innocent citizenry from criminals. Uh-huh. They're here to protect criminals from the innocent citizenry. Okay. Okay, because we used to have lynch mobs and stuff running around, yeah, which now yeah. that I'm a newly minted black man, I'm very <laughs> concerned about.
1: Woo! By the way, happy Juneteenth.
0: Oh, thank you, Joe. Yes, yes. But I'm serious. Queen Latifah called me.
1: <laughs> baby,
0: well, that, baby, you thicker than a snicker's ball.
1: I think, we're, <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think we're gonna end for today. <laughs> Matt, this was a very enlightening discussion. Peace out, motherfucker. Um don't forget you can catch us on Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, as well as Spotify and Anchor FM. Uh we're gonna be uh we got a new uh Facebook page coming up very soon. very soon.
0: And by the way, we, we must uh-huh. we must we must ask you. We're imploring you, we're practically begging you. Please follow and subscribe this podcast.
1: Yes, wherever you listen to okay. it, please do it.
0: Uh, pass it on to your friends and like-minded neighbors, uh, even the newly discovered black ones. <laughs> um, because I, uh, I think some what we do here is not to blow our own horn, but it's something that's necessary. Okay, we've we've lived too long in a world where you can't think or say whatever it is that you want to say. And yeah, yeah. And, this is uh, an outlet.
1: On one of our next episodes coming up, we're going to be discussing something that we recorded. But haven't aired simply because we're not sure, or maybe should I say, uh, I'm not sure. I'm
0: perfectly sure
1: if it crosses the line between reasonable discussion. That's why and, lines exist to be crossed. Uh, you know, actual. I don't even know what to call it because I can't call it. It's not violence. It's not you know. It's it's let, just. let put just it well. It's more on the edge of reasonable debate. It's we have too many
0: people in this country who. The only thing that they can feel is outrage, yeah. is what it is. Okay. And they're looking to be offended. So even if something may not be offensive in an objective sense, yeah. they will take subjective offense to it and be yeah. outraged. Well, we will. And Joe doesn't want to mob at his lawn. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's that's the main focus and main concern. Yeah. But we will discuss that on, uh, coming up on our next episode. So. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, like, and uh, follow us on Apple and Spotify and Anchor. Look out for the new Facebook page coming soon. Follow Matt at
0: myplanetmyrules.blogspot.com.
1: It's a good read. Check it out. Thank you, folks, for joining us. Catch you next time. Take care.